2: Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me,
0: Sergeant Frank Virelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the US version of Top Gear. Adam's podcast is a big hit and available everywhere.
1: Sounds like it could be funny.
2: Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back.
1: I am so glad to see you and your timing is perfect because it's showtime and we have a great show for you again this week. My guest in the ADD interview is actor, writer, comedian. He was the winner of Last Comic Standing and his new special is called Episodes. It's available wherever you get your comedy specials and his name is John Heffron. And we want to welcome everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we have every week, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website, click the link, and join our conversation. And our superfan shout-out is for our friend Imelda. Say hi to Imelda, everybody.
2: Imelda, hello. How you doing, Imelda?
1: uh melda always glad to see you on tuesday nights and melda always comes see me when i'm up in san francisco and i'm back i think i'm in san francisco in april I'm going back to cops one of my favorite yes. and i got a big tour coming up i'm going to wisconsin i'm going to uh indianapolis new jersey new york it's gonna be fun florida uh so please check the tour dates Come don't forget to write me. at him. right i'm gonna call in bitch what are you kidding me <laughs> i'm out here i'm out here i'm alone out here woman tell me you love me <laughs>
2: Hey, you could have been a carpenter.
1: It's better for everybody if I don't. I would build (laughs) build like Dr. Seuss furniture. Like it would be like, you know, bent on one side. Yeah, he's so whimsical. No, he's just, he's not talented. That's what it is. Or he's cheap. Or he's cheap, He's cheap. He's cheap. He's he's, he's using used wood. That's Mm -hmm. why it looks like it does. (laughs) Well, I love doing the show. I love spending time with uh, my friends and and everyone who listens. And uh, I had a conversation with Phil.
3: It's not a real conversation it's more
1: bullshit (laughs) okay that's pretty much what it was (laughs) and how is young phil doing these days phil is doing well apparently he's been focused a lot in south america so he's uh Hmm. yeah he's been down there it's nice warmer warmer climate it's not nice for phil 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 could be in heaven and going what's with all the freaking clouds is everything a cloud (laughs) (laughs) how come that guy's wings are bigger than mine you know i don't even know how the hell i got up here in the first place so yeah he'd be complaining about everything And, you um, see
4: the front desk, you know, be like, we're going to have a complaint about clouds. Yeah.
1: Oh, is it, is it that Phil
4: Tag fellow? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll talk to him.
1: Yeah. Phil complained about the noise. It's just, oh, all the angelic singing.
2: Do that thing, I love. What? Noise, noise,
1: noise. That's Phil. He's the Grinch. Oh, the noise, noise, noise. <laughs> Who made this Dr. Seuss furniture? It's falling apart. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I have been, and I don't mind sharing things with you guys, I have been uh, a, a little out of sorts, a little bit uh, lost. Honey, would you say a little depressed and mopey? I would say mopey. Mopey, yeah. And Phil Phil is too, uh, so we lean on each other. I mean, Phil and I go back 30 years, so we lean on each other a lot. And um, We're trying to help each other out of this funk, and uh, this is what happened.
3: Hello. Oh my God, you did it again. You did it again. <laughs> what? As
4: straight out of the gates yeah <laughs> What is what is you're already upset about well, what happened I'll
3: tell you. can't you just holy shit, dude i'm trying to like send you inspirational little posts that i find on instagram because i'm in a funk and you're in a funk and i'm trying to you know we're going through the same thing try to you know get you in a, in a spiritual place we can help each other out i sent you a video too you sent me. You sent me a video of someone's cyst being drained. I need to
2: see this. This is, this is the answers. I get back. I'm trying to inspire you to help you out. That's disgusting, Adam. What? Why That's would you awful.
1: send him that? Well, well, here's why. It's a metaphor, right, Adam? Yes. Thank you. Sir. at least you get me.
2: <laughs> Mark, you can have him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I've thrown up on him already, so I think he is
2: partially mine anyway. <laughs> marked
1: him. Well look, the cyst is an inspirational video. It ended positively. They got everything out. Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's no, the really? matter? Yeah. yeah. How, do, how did we get here? Thanks the meta it was a metaphorical cyst. All right, sir, and apparently you don't understand me like I thought you did.
3: <laughs> They're cartoon <I> just- characters. <laughs> we just go, you know what? Those are really helping me, Phil. Say that back to me. <laughs>
1: God bless him. He's trying to help me, but he sends me the, the, these flowery things. They're like, they're like you know, feminine hygiene commercials. When we were kids, you know, just running down the beach. I'm free, you know. This is he's like a twelve year old girl with refrigerator magnets.
4: He's he sending you a picture of a kitten hanging on like a bar, and it just says, "Hang in there, baby." Yeah,
1: something like that. You know, the early bird has worms. Whatever the hell <laughs> he sends me, so I, don't, I don't have time to figure out what you're talking about. <laughs>
3: Oh my God, and you do it like I'm. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm ready. i ready to eat minestrone white bean soup. That's what I was eating. I, right when I see the cyst being drained, I can't <laughs> eat soup now. <laughs> you know how often they have white bean minestrone soup, which is my favorite. Once a year, I get that. Once a year. <laughs>
2: God can't have it now. Even if I have it later on, I'm going to think about the zits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you see that, you can un- unsee
1: it. Yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. There's huh? people on Instagram, yeah. and-, and YouTube that actually they-, they like to see like zits being popped and stuff. I know
2: it's disgusting. It, yeah, I know. Yeah. How would you like that to be your forte?
1: What to be a popper or one of like
2: the- you, if you had you were an influencer who pops it?
1: You know, what I wouldn't want to be the guy that has the zits. That's gotta.
4: How about being the editor? Here, <laughs> I got a bunch of raw footage of me popping zits
1: and draining sis. Just edit it and piece it together, make it a highlight reel.
2: Oh, we have a bonus. A hair popped out. Oh, mm.
1: save that for the end. Open with the one on the neck and close with the hair coming out.
2: Oh my God. We've got Sweep Sweep covered. This is great.
3: <laughs>
4: and by the way, just as a sidebar here, yeah. how old is Phil Tag? Is he 140 years old? He's like, my soup was yes. the The minestrone with the white beans. I love it.
2: He Uh. loves his soup. Yeah, and he eats it at 4 o'clock
1: in the afternoon.
3: Of course he does.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, and his cabin smells like mildew, and and he has excess saliva. (laughs) He makes those smacking sounds with his mouth.
4: So he's got little white stuff on the corners of his mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's angry at the noise. Yeah. Somebody's playing music too loud somewhere. He's too delicate for this world. Yeah, honey.
2: I have no comment. Okay.
4: <laughs> Phil, I really feel—I say this with all love and respect. I love you, brother. But we gotta bring—we gotta bring you back a couple of decades. Yeah, that's all. But at
1: least back to solid food. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good start. Yeah. Phil, I really feel like you're overreacting. You're very upset. Why are you so upset?
3: You don't know why I'm so—why am I so upset? First of all, uh, I've been at sea for two years. I right? can't get off these friggin'. I'm in mean, South America right now. It's hot. I got swamp bass. I can't get the game. I'm lonely. I'm depressed. I do a show last night. A 90 year old woman tried to pick me up, but I actually considered it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and now on top of that, I can't have my wife be minestrone suit because of you, you dick. My wife can't get any worse.
1: <laughs> can't get any worse. My life can't get any worse. He's thinking of dating Sophie. Listen, I know where they keep the soup. Come with, Walker, me on the Lido deck.
4: Hey, the way I look at it, when somebody likes you, that's a good thing. Too. Sure, don't don't turn it away like that. Sure,
1: I'm sure. I'm sure she was like flirting with him. Like, hey, you want to come whisper in my good ear? <laughs>
4: She maybe tell him about the Titanic. You know, there's, yeah. there's, a, there's a benefit to this kind of thing.
1: You saw the movie? I was there. You don't know.
5: <laughs> you don't know the half of it.
2: <laughs> Can we move forward now? It's a lovely
1: set you're wearing. What is that? Ben Gay? Yes.
2: <laughs> he's being such a baby. He's wow. on a cruise ship. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, he's been on a cruise ship for you know two years. <laughs> well, that's, he's his, been choice. that's his choice. That's his choice. Yeah, but he's going a little stir-crazy. I, I I get what you're saying. There's gratitude. You have to look at the gratitude of everything, which is yeah. what I'm working on, too. I'm grateful I'm not on a cruise ship.
4: Yeah, and think about it. He could be, he could be living in the apartment where they had the, what was it, the shredder that was right near? His, yeah, the paper shredder right, outside the apartment. Right, where there was that. Every apartment he's had, there's been some kind of issue. So yeah. now he's at sea. You wake up, and I'm, I'm just talking you know, to Phil at large here. You wake up, look at the water. Like, just revel in the beauty. Like Alex was saying, revel in the beauty of that and just find that that wonderful thing every day and get excited about that. Maybe it's the white bean minestrone. Maybe it's navy bean soup. Uh-huh. I don't. Maybe it's French onion soup. Maybe, if you want to get excited about soups, Phil, you can do that, but there's a lot to really be excited about when you're in that that environment, I think.
1: Yeah, but Phil doesn't see that. Phil, like, wakes up, sees the water, goes, great, now I got to (laughs) pee.
2: That's exactly right. Some people see the glass half full. Other people see the glass half empty. Mm. Phil sees the glass filled with pus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, from the cyst. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Very well put, young lady. (laughs)
4: Goodness.
2: Mm. Come
4: on, Phil. If if you had to place a bet before the show, who was going to say a glass full of pus? me adam or alex <laughs> yeah i think alex would have been a long shot on yeah. that one that's
1: yeah. a big payoff
2: i've had enough of you <laughs> fellas well it's
1: funny oh, when he said so his happy. life couldn't get any worse i was talking to, to john uh, heffron and, and he had the same sentiment and there's there's an interesting follow-up to that statement uh mm-hmm. he's a really funny guy he's an old friend and i love catching up with him you guys listen to this and we will see you on the other side
2: There's this huge misconception that venting makes us feel better. Because if I get it out, then I feel better. But almost every research study will show that commiserating, complaining keeps you stuck. Because you're not thinking about happier things. You're just thinking about all the awful, horrible things that are going on. And it keeps you stuck in a state of misery. I can't
3: have my wife be in minestrone suit because of you, you dick. My wife can't get any worse. can't get any
0: worse. You're listening to the Adam Ferrara Podcast. This is 30 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. These are longer than 30 minutes. Don't bullshit, mate. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard Stand Updates. Get
1: your Stand Updates. Uh, February 2nd through February 4th, I will be at the Comedy Cabin in Janesville, Wisconsin. February 9th through February 11th, I will be at Helium in Indianapolis. February 17th and 18th, I will be at Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. February 24th and 25th, I will be on Strong Island. Governor's, my old stomping ground, come and see me there. March 1st and 2nd, I will be at Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples, Florida. And March 10th, 10th and 11th, I will be at Bananas Comedy Club in Rutherford, New Jersey. There's a link for tickets right here in the show notes, or you can go to my website and click the link there. And as always, you know I want to shake your hand and thank you for all the love and support you've shown me and this podcast. So I hope to see you at these gigs. All right? All right. Go on. Get out of here.
3: Pay attention when I'm talking to you,
1: boy. ADHD, it's not just for kids.
3: Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say.
1: Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is a writer, comedian, and podcaster. He was the winner of Last Comic Standing. You've seen him on Brad Paisley's Comedy Rodeo on Netflix and the Heffron and Reap podcast, which he does with my pal John Reap. His new stand-up special called Episodes is out now wherever you get your stand-up. He's eyeing a walk-in bathtub. He makes drunken purchases on Amazon. And there are many phone conversations between us that usually start with the phrase, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's my pal, John Heffron. How are you, baby? Yes, I'm fine.
5: How you like that? I play my own music. Look at that. You got intro music. I did that when COVID, um, for those of you who remember COVID uh, happened a couple <laughs> years ago. Some cities had it. Some didn't. Uh, but when I started doing these Zoom uh, comedy shows, yeah, you know, I, I would I would get asked to do them, you know, during COVID, and my first was always no, no, right, absolutely not, not doing it. And then when you start not seeing a paycheck, you start to go, <laughs> okay, like what do you? How how are these? And I remember Reap got paid some, you know, pretty good amount to yeah. do like a half hour thing. So I did one, and it was as horrible as, you, you know, you mm-hmm. can think it, it, it would go. But then I started learning all these tricks to make it even better. So I would do, if, if you wanted me to do a corporate Zoom thing, I would call it uh, an evening of laughter with John Heffernan And then instead of doing stand-up, I would give the host five lead-in bits, just like you were doing morning radio. Right. So you could do your bit and then stop for a second mm-hmm. and then just have a normal conversation. And then he'll be, so, so I heard you got a new toaster. Well, right. <laughs> yeah, funny ask, right? So then you would do that. But then, uh, so that helped that trick. And then on my walls, I would have old bits of mine that I didn't even remember, you know, mm-hmm. cause I hadn't, you know, you're not performing like you used to. Right. But speaking of this, uh, oh, I don't have it here. Oh, no. You can kind of hear this music. I had a, about uh, six people laughing individually. Mm. Like I had a right, <laughs> <laughs> and then I had a that's funny, and then I had so as I was talking, let's say the song uh, was that, I would just hit it. Um, mm. Let's just go uh, here like this. So I, <laughs> I would, I would do like hit like a sound effect because you can't see my hands, and I, I, <laughs> I had like cats meowing. I had, uh, you know, people just laughing individually. I could hit three and people would laugh. So I was conducting the whole thing and I would hey the cat. I go, hey, whose cat is that close to the microphone? And you'd see everybody like looking around like you could throw off a whole meeting. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I just had them all. La- so I would just do my bit like, hey, boy, and "Boy, mom's haircuts were weird, right? Yeah, you know, and I was just kind <laughs> of, so I was did- just it. Nobody, nobody knew where it was coming from. Oh,
1: that's brilliant. So you're doing a show, whether they want to laugh or not, you're having a good time.
5: <laughs> I'm having a good time and you're faking it. I know a comic who, like you do those Zoom ones, they would say, okay, uh, you know, I'll do it. But I want five invites, mm-hmm. um, you know, like this, like you send me a link, but they want five non-people who don't work at the company right. also allowed in. And you know how back in the day they would let, uh, you could see people who are yeah. in the rooms, mm-hmm. like some, some companies don't do that anymore or whatever, but he would load up those five or six people, um, with his friends. Right. And they look good. Mm-hmm. Right. So it wasn't, so nobody was like this, yeah. nobody was, you know, eating, they were just like this laughing at him and they were all like, like, just like you're doing a, a TV show. And they're filling the audience. Wow! You, I did and a you paid everyone. I did a
1: corporate uh, for Google <laughs> over Zoom, and they were in Antwerp. It was all in Europe, you know. So there was like oh, expats in Europe and in European, and I would just work the crowd because I would just talk to these people, and that's how I got through it. I was just yeah. working them, you know, yeah. and, and just picking out something in the room and doing that because that made it more immediate. You know, because
5: they were experiencing it at the same time. Yeah, it's uh, and and then you know, shortly after, then I was back doing live shows, kind of thinking, ah, can, can I do it from my office? Yeah, again? this is like you know,
1: having Zoom is like Branson. You used to have to buy a, a theater in Branson to bring the audience to you. Now you could just stay at home if you do it right. Yeah, like, how do I how do I make
5: this funner and just you know? Yeah.
1: Well, your new special you did in Denver, it's called Episodes, and it's funny, and you always make me laugh, and maybe it's because we're in the same life position, but one of the things I loved about it was the the, the life lesson uh, bit, the message you have, I'm going to play it right now. Oh, okay.
5: I know everybody in this room, you have something going on in your life that is horrible, and you wish it wasn't going on, and if it wasn't, you think your life would be 100% perfect. Well, here's the deal. You're strong enough to handle whatever it is you got going on. You you know, sometimes there's thunderstorms. Deal with it, because don't challenge life. Because there was like a week or two where I was, boo-hoo, I'm getting a divorce. My life sucks. My life can't get any worse than it is now. Then life went, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm I'm sorry. Did you just say something? I was I feel challenged. Do you think I cannot Do you think I cannot make it worse for you? Is that what you just said? <laughs> I love that
1: because that's, you know, like I said, a lot of our phone calls are like, dude, you know, I remember. Yeah. And that used, made me laugh that so That bet well.
5: used to have so many tags because every time I would do it, I would just think of something else that life would be doing mm-hmm. or how oh, I'm interrupting life. Yeah. So I used to go, oh, hold on one second. I I want to make sure that this guy hits every red light on the way to work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, you, you were like, so what's your complaint now? Yeah. Yeah. But, but the, a little bit more preachy, I think when I'm on, when I'm on stage.
1: I, you know, I, I
5: fell into that too, the preachy stuff.
1: And then my wife kind of just straightened me out. So now I do it. I couch everything as asking a question rather than making a statement. That seems to help me because i I, yeah. don't, I don't know shit john i don't yeah you know, i don't either. the important and thing have, the important thing about life now that i'm realizing that i've heard as a kid is at least you got your health and thank god you're okay <laughs> because
5: there was a couple of things yeah my health my my wheels started going I mean, i'm i'm fine i'm healthy but man i made it 52 years without even getting yeah. some grow toenails every once in a while but for the most part yeah. i don't even think i cut myself shaving yeah ever you know, so I, I lived a pretty charmed life, I, you know, up until well a couple of years ago I got Bell's palsy. That's a huge, uh, huge story, or that was a big deal because I didn't think I'd get my face back. Um, and yeah. then a couple of months ago, because I'm still seeing these bills um, <laughs> from the hospital, is I got vertigo. Yeah, yeah vertigo two nights in a row performing. Mm-hmm. First night I I turn I start walking off the stage and. I'm walking like I'm on a tilt of wheels. I mean, I'm, I'm walking like the drunkest person you could see. Right. And, and I, I, I couldn't find the door to go back in the green room cause everything was spinning so bad. Mm-hmm. Right. So then I, I follow the feature. They were going over to like the merch table and I kind of just walked over there cause I recognize, you know, and as I'm sitting there, The feature goes, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I fell, and then I got back up, and now I'm sweating like you just threw me in a shower. Right. So I went from zero sweat to whatever, and they're like, you do not look good. So I went in the green room, and then we called an ambulance. Uh, Two hours later, it shows up. So for two hours. The ambulance shows up two hours later. Two hours later. um, I don't know if you've ever thrown up. What the most or length you've thrown up? But that night I threw up for easily four hours straight. How do you what? How do you every six nothing. seven minutes? Yeah, but there's nothing left in your stomach. What do you there's just heaving? nothing? You do this weird, like a cat, and you just want to die. You just want to die. Oh. You literally nothing's coming out. You can't breathe. You're just like okay for a while though. Then you look down at your abs after you know hour three. You're like, man, my abs are getting jacked. <laughs> this like this is. <laughs> I got to start taking some pictures. Uh, (laughs) So I threw up for like hours straight and and went to the hospital and they asked me too. They go, do you want somebody from the club to drive you? Do you want to go in an ambulance? And then I just stared at everybody. And then I looked at one of the drivers and I went, I don't understand words right now. Right. I have five people waiting for me to make a decision Mm -hmm. and I can't, all I want to do is stop throwing up. Right. So. Anybody else wants to take the wheel on this? Whatever. <laughs> and this one of the kid that works there, he's like, well, he I, I can't throw up in my truck. He's he got a brand new, like, Ram truck or something. So I'm like, dude, I go, I, I won't throw up in your truck because there's nothing left, but I'll I'll get in an ambulance. And then I got in the ambulance and got there. And everyone's giving me crappy looks because they just think I'm a fifty-year-old guy who did a bunch of coke. Right, you know? <laughs> like, like nobody feels sorry for me. They, they thought all of this was self-inflicted. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was bad news. So then, when we got in, they they made they handed me that clipboard, and I'm trying to write a bit about it, but that clipboard that you get anytime you go into a hospital mm-hmm. or any type of medical thing is maybe the most archaic. Like to give you a clipboard when you go get your eyes checked and you want to go, yeah, the reason why I'm here is because I can't read anything (laughs) on this clipboard. But you like it's your name and then you have all that stuff you have to circle. Are you allergic to anything? Have you had any of this? And it's like 150 things, dude. I always just circle no Mm -hmm. on every single one and then you hand it back up there and then there's. Then you go in that other office, and then somebody wheels in a cart like click click click. What's your name? I'm like, it's all on the clipboard. Yeah. Like everybody who keeps coming in here is asking me questions. If they looked at the clip, I I, I don't get it. So I kept getting called a uh, a step down because all I was doing was throwing up and spinning. So right. I wasn't. So next time you go to an ER uh, if you want help, uh, take out a gun and shoot yourself first <laughs> and go. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just, just so you bump up the line. Because if you just show up like, I'm just not feeling me today. They're not going to, you know. It's, it's going to be a minute. It's going to be a minute before they get, they get you in there. Right? There's like, here's another clipboard. Right. So so I did that. And then felt great. Had IVs and, and all that stuff. Left there about five or six in the morning. Like a dumbass, I go on, back on stage Friday night. Right. I go, well, let me just do Friday. I won't do the second show Friday. Let me just do Friday. Did that one? Absolutely not. It, it was per- nothing was wrong with me. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Well, maybe it was, you know, something weird. Uh, cause I did get a shingle shot and a flu shot mm-hmm. the night before. So okay. i am make like, that probably whacked me out. I'm on stage again Saturday trying to do jokes about having vertigo. And as I'm talking to the crowd, <sighs> The crowd starts doing this to me, Ugh. and they start going, Sher. and then I hold, I grab a hold of the mic, and then I went from no sweat to as much as he can, mm. and I go, and then I whisper to myself, I go, it's happening again, and then somebody in the crowd goes, just breathe through it, look, look at the back wall, uh, we're not going anywhere, literally, it, mm. it was like, now it's a group thing, <laughs> so I would start to do material, right. and I would crush, but then you'd see me I would start to do this and I'd be like, so mom haircuts her. And then I'd start to do that. Uh And the feature act made fun of me. He's like, you were on on, on stage killing it. And then you started to die. Right. And then you would kill it. And then you literally look look like you're about to die. And the woman in the front row leaned in and goes, please go to the hospital. You're having a stroke. Like she literally, the lady told uh, you. Some lady in the front row. Yeah. She handed me my water. So then I'm on stage. And then they start uh, flipping the lights on and off. I'm like, are you trying to kill me? <laughs> right. And crowd laughs. And then I turned my back and I looked. Um, back behind me, there's like a ramp. You, you know, you get on stage. Mm-hmm. I see two security guards, a manager, and then a server. Right. All walking on stage. Mm-hmm. Right to me. And then I looked at him and I went, is this, does this mean I have to go? And right. then the manager lady, she goes, she kind of shakes her head. And I'm like, w- was because I didn't, uh, pay for my chicken tenders yesterday. <laughs> and then the whole place kind of laughed. And then I had to tell the crowd, I'm like, listen, this is going to be the embarrassing part. I'm afraid to get up from this stool. Right. Because right now it feels like I'm 57 stories up, uh, up in there. Oh, I'm paranoid. So I'm going to have to stand up and I might eat it. Right and what I, and people just start clapping and then they came over and got me like you know and like and just carried me off and then just repeat the same thing oh, back to the hospital God back to you know the the thing and what is so now when I go on stage I'm paranoid so now if you come by take tickets to see me you never know what you're gonna get
1: yeah but I like you this because you have this announcement in your in your show I pulled this too
5: I have so much to tell you first off you're gonna hear me slur you're gonna hear me mumble. I'm not drunk. Here's what happened to me a few months ago. I'm on stage. As I'm talking, the whole right side of my face starts to oh, become, yeah. become paralyzed. And like any dude, I figure I'll do my show. I'm gonna go to Arby's and then I'm gonna see how I feel after that. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Yeah. That was my Bell's policy. That was a couple of years earlier. Yeah. yeah. That well, it's weird because you you know, you've been you've been super sick, like, you know, and had to perform. It's weird that yeah. everybody shuts down. If you have the cough or -hmm. you just just have a really bad flu, anytime you go on stage, for me at least, it seems like everything goes away. Yeah, the adrenaline cures it for that moment. Then once you walk off. 45 minutes. Comes right back. You got some for your throat you take. You take a swig of Dayquil. And you can literally, I've had some of the greatest shows just feeling super, super sick. Mm -hmm. Um, So when something happens to you on stage like that, where it's I don't know if I should leave the stage or not. Yeah. That's where the blue collarness kind of kicks in. Cause what happened was when I was spinning out in, in thing, uh, my manager called, no, the, the manager of the club called my manager, uh, Peter mm-hmm. and said, John's not being coherent on stage right now. Mm-hmm. And then Peter said, you need to go get him. Yeah. And then they're like, give me w- walk on stage. Yeah. He's not gonna get off stage. Yeah, He's gonna yeah try We're not to leaving. I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, you got, you, you got to go get him right now. Yeah, and then he got me, and I bet you, or they got me. I bet you, two minutes after that, I was, I was throwing up.
1: Yeah. Well, they, the Bell's palsy is a, it's a stress response.
5: Yes. Yeah. 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 That was a, you have a nerve in your face, and then that nerve kind of you know, dies basically in the nerves. I think there's three that runs from like your ear and kind of covers. Mm-hmm. They can all just short out. And yeah. then your, your whole face gets like that. And then man, you hope it comes back. Yeah. That nerve grows back at the speed. Some doctor told me the speed of, of which your nails like on your fingers grow. Okay. So imagine if you needed, the, you know, your nails to grow that long. Yeah. Uh, that's, that, that, that's a long time. Yeah. You know, it's a long yeah. time. It's like
1: when you cut your nails too short and it hurts. You're like, oh, when's this yeah. going to be
5: done? Yeah. They don't have Lee press on nerve <laughs> where you kind of just like click it and then re, you know. And yeah. this is, you know, if you got Bell's palsy during COVID, nobody probably would know because everybody had masks on. Yeah. That's true. You know? But I, like, I liked what you said about
1: the doctor. Uh, I pulled this too, because this made me laugh.
5: I'm like, you have nothing. You've told me I can't get better, and you have no medicine for me. If I would have went to anybody who sells essential oils, <laughs> they would have had more of a cure for me than what I'm hearing right now. They would have pulled out their book of spells. (laughs) Oh, you got the Bell's palsy curse. Hold on. And then uh, it's viral, so you need some thieves. <laughs> and then some oregano and some peppermint. And then we'll just diffuse your whole face, and you should be fine. Oh, yeah.
1: that makes me laugh because my wife is, is the holistic. You know, I was like, honey, I need an aspirin. Put these pebbles under your tongue. Something will happen yeah, in about yeah. a month, you know? <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's what I, I, I was doing. Everything. I had people telling me, you know, the hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, hand wipe things. I was sticking them up my nose because of the alcohol supposed to make you not throw up. Really? I don't know if you know that little trick, No. all it did is just burn the inside of my nostrils. So it was a whole thing. Wow. But yeah, the
1: stress response I got, I got acid reflux. That's how it manifested in my body. You know, my stomach, I started making noises like my father and I was like, yes. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, the stress response, cause you were going through everything you were going through, you know, the divorce and, yep. and you left L.A. I remember when you were leaving, we did we did something for serious radio at your house. We had to record and you were just yeah. and there was nothing in the house. I remember I, I called I called I called my buddy after I left. He go, I got a call from uh, my manager, Peter, who said, uh, how would it go with John? I go, oh, that poor best. He's living in a haunted house.
5: <laughs> it literally was like there. there's a time where I did so much wrong there. I should have just uh, you know, there was a time where there were a lot of fires going around like mm-hmm. where I lived. Yeah, And I did have a moment, I was like, oh, I just wish, I don't want anything to happen to my neighbor's house, but I just wish one ember from yeah. the street above would just blow and land on top of my house. <laughs> and we're and out. Just, <laughs> it just burned it to the ground. But I don't want anything to happen to my neighbor's house. It's a way, this could be very specific. Yeah. It just, it
1: just, like... Yeah, life does that, man. Life, you know, it just ke- it comes in waves. And know.
5: not at ever a convenient time, too. Like, no. It's not like you go, you know, it'd be a good time from like June to July. <laughs> is a good time for <laughs> the wheels to fall off of my life. I got nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's literally. Yeah, like- COVID,
1: I was supposed to start a movie, then COVID hits. So I'm like, oh, look. And, and right away, I went, it, this always happens to me. <laughs> it's a global pandemic. Right. But the first thing I said was, look what happens to me.
5: Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: Yeah, wow. it's freaky. But the divorce thing was, and part of the thing I loved about the special, which I thought was brilliant, was episodes. Was you're talking to a younger person about the uh, the episodes of the of the series that's that's coming. You know, because yes. you, you've seen the yeah, show.
5: Yeah, the whole my, my whole. Uh, I like to theme out my shows, and that whole theme is, you know, I'm not. Uh, there's a lot of comics that yeah, that and I I've done it too, but mm-hmm. it's now it seems too easy. Where you find somebody younger. Yeah. And then you go, huh, you're dumb because you don't know yeah, this." Yeah. Right? A lot of a lot of comics are like, "The problem with these kids is they don't know how to." And you go, "Well, because they weren't born in the in the last century, yeah. they're not as old as you." So I always try to flip it so I get the younger people. So my take is life is like a Netflix series. I'm just thirty seasons ahead of you. Yeah. Well, we're watching the same show, I've just seen more. Yeah. That's all.
1: And I thought it was great, and this, this I pulled this uh, to illustrate what we're talking
5: about. Believe it or not, if you're 20 years old, I was where you were 20-some years ago. So, listen, if you're 28, there's no way I'm smarter than you. There's no way hmm? that I even think that I, I, I'm smarter than you. I will make the case that I've seen more of the series than you have. <laughs> so I have some spoilers for you. It doesn't mean I'm smarter than you. I can give you some of the plot lines that you'll see as you get older. Oh boy, where do I start? One of the episodes, you're gonna learn what a no-fault 50-50 state is. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's. You ever yeah. see that, like, as when you were like 19 or 20 as a comic, and you'd see like the divorce guys get on stage. And you were just, even if the divorce stuff was funny, you were just like, this guy's kind of just sad.
1: Yeah, he's just sad. Yeah, it's not. You're like Lenny Bruce bitching about the trial.
5: (laughs) Yeah, it's no. Everyone's like, I don't, this is too. And and there's too much anger and and venom in in the stuff. So that's why I never did anything. I'm like, yeah, whatever.
1: Well, I always looked at it this way. Like if if, if I'm bringing, frustration's funny on me, anger's not. And if I'm angry on stage, the thought isn't done yet. I still have more to do. I have to. I have to diffuse the anger to communicate a feeling. It's got to be about a feeling. I, I just had Colin Quinn on, and Colin says you got to be funny first. And uh, yeah. And, and my wife leaned over and goes, "You hear that, Socrates? Stop with the philosophy <laughs> and be funny yeah, first.
5: Yeah, I I used to have an old bit. I don't even remember it. Um, something about just taking out the garbage, uh-huh. you know, and and how it's a, a not a two person job, but the like, woman will take the garbage out and then set it at the kitchen door. Cause that's where the journey stops. And then for some reason the guy has to then pick it up because he's got the permit to take it through the garage yeah. and then put it away. It was a really funny bit. Um, although I'm trying to do less, if any material where I blanket a gender does this versus yeah. the other one. Yeah. Right. Because I think everybody does something. So what kind of, yeah. Sometimes throws off jokes because that was how you boy women do this boy. Women yeah. This. Uh, well, the, but gen- anyway.
1: it's, it's the, the but. gender roles are like you know now it's just a different time. It's like I don't I, I don't get angry at the fact that that I don't know. I'm just I'm like oh okay it's different now so that means I gotta evolve. Like John, it's not gonna stop. <laughs> you know evolution yeah. doesn't stop. because I, w- I would I don't do understand. that with
5: crowds too. I go before I go any further underneath your seats. There's a survey. I need to know everybody's love language, or pronouns. Yeah. Um, and everything just so when I'm talking up here, you know, I have a whole thing and I have a safe room set up and back at any point. If anybody feels a little uncomfortable, uh, you know, got a dog you can pet. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, but it does. <laughs> it doesn't cause me anger um, to because the ultimate I, I think the ultimate is just respect for for some other people. I think I think it's a valuable thing. I think when it's ab- like anything else, when it's abused, it becomes a pain in the ass. I'll be honest with you, John. I think I've been canceled and no one told me. I think that's what's happening.
5: Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know how I I mean, if you are if you are canceled, you, you would sell more like more tickets is the move. Mm hmm. The canceled guys. Get yeah, but more. I'll be honest with you. You're you're not you're no. not an angry comic. Yeah, yeah. And I always tell people I'm the Matchbox Twenty of comedy. It's just, <laughs> you're indifferent. You're indifferent. You know what I mean? You're not gonna. Yeah. Well, I not, will. You'll leave. Me. If Alexis starts playing, you're, you're gonna leave me on. You're not gonna yeah. yell shit. You know, you may not love this song, but you've heard it a million yeah. times.
1: But you're also a confessional um, comic, and you, you take your life, and like you said, you you, you make it you make it funny, and you got to get past the anger, even with the divorce. This bit just makes me laugh about the the, the new house. I love this bit. Oh, so
5: then, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there having a moment where I'm thinking about what's my new life, right? Because my reality changed. I'm not listen. Life unfolds. Life unwinds. All that stuff happened. So now I get to live anywhere I want in the entire country, right? Moving out of Los Angeles, I got a little cash. And I'm like, I'm going to post up in cities all over the, all over the, the country. Where am I going to live? And I go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a shipping container house. And it's going to be awesome. I'm going to get a shipping container house. And I'm going to drop the shipping container house in about 30 acres, Right, It's going to be in the middle of 30 acres I'm going to have a long gravel driveway With colored markers along the driveway That way if a vehicle's approaching I'll know how many yards out that vehicle is <laughs> And unless your vehicle doesn't say Domino's or Amazon Prime, I'm putting a bullet through the engine block.
1: <laughs> Very malicious. <militia-y. laughs> but I do the same thing when I walk here. I'm in Santa Monica. When I walk with my wife through the neighborhood, we take a, you know, we take a walk. And I look at the houses. I go, honey, if we get that house, I can put the snipers up there. And that, yeah, yeah. That, that I can well, put a What's funny,
5: it, it's weird that bit. Like, so that bit I was talking about a shipping container mm-hmm. and made it really hard to get to. I almost, I ended up doing pretty much that. I bought a 200 year old farmhouse mm-hmm. and I'm surrounded by hundreds and hundreds of acres of farmland. Wow. I don't have a neighbor. Yeah. So I literally, I didn't do a shipping container, but you know, it's close. I need people around. Me. I can't, if I have solitude, that's when the
1: monsters in my head come out.
5: Oh yeah. Well, you never have solitude cause I just spent what 600 bucks because I've been playing this game called guess what animals in the wall. Um, <laughs> So at this house, you are never alone. You are never. There was right where I'm speaking to you the other night. I came in and I had these diva light things on from doing a podcast. And there was a bat flying and you can see this. My wall back here, if it's lit, cool. Mm -hmm. it's, It's really cool blue. But just like the Batman movie, this bat is flying full wings like right here. And it just put a shadow on this whole back wall. I don't think I've ever been more scared in my entire life. I slammed this door, which is a slider door, yeah. as fast as I could. And then I got uh, duct tape and put duct tape all around the door on the other side. So it looked like a you know a crime investigation because <laughs> I was too afraid to leave it open and have the bat just get out. And then I called and some kid shows up, literally 16 years old. He's wearing a T-shirt. Right. And he has a pair of gloves and he has like a, a like a net you use to catch butterflies. <laughs> and he just opens up the door, comes out, he goes, This this is a mean one. He's like this. And the thing's like not hissing, but right. like trying to bite through. Just nothing. Like I would have went in a, you know, I would have looked like a robot from Lost in Space. I would have <laughs> yeah. just walked in with his t shirt, <laughs> grabbed the bat. I'm like, Man, what people do for a living. You know what I mean? Like,
3: <laughs> wow.
5: Yeah, I mean, every once in a while we got to hear a you know a, a waitress that's louder than we like to be. But you know what? I'm not, I'm not grabbing bats. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, what, what and
1: didn't you didn't you have what is your beavers you were telling me or what were you dealing with? I have uh,
5: groundhogs. Groundhogs. Um, they would come out in February did, though. That <laughs> that are this. I mean, these holes are so big, and there's well, we set out traps, and then my neighbor mm. who's 78. He would deal with it once I set the trap, right, right. Because I I I didn't like what happens next. Yeah, but I'm like, well, do do you have to you know do anything to him? He's like, yeah, they will literally get under your house and your house will collapse, Mm -hmm. like you know from the foundation. Like they will mess it up that big, and these things are bigger than most dogs. So I go, well, well, can you come and get it out of the trap? Because I I don't want to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't want to be Luca Brazzi and I'm not ready for that (laughs) that part yet. I'll shoot a car approaching the house, but not another animal. (laughs) So he goes, yeah. So then I set a trap because my wife goes, you can't, if you're going to trap these animals, you either have to drive them 50 miles away Mm -hmm. and let them out Mm -hmm. or you have to kill them. You can't. Right. You've got a man up here. You can't just have a. Yeah. So I go, okay, I'll do it. So I set a trap, and I caught a uh, possum. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, crap, they weren't on the kill list, <laughs> you know, po- possum. <laughs> so then I had to try to let that possum out, and it's hissing at me, and that, the, that was super scary. Mm-hmm. So then uh, we caught another groundhog, and I asked Earl, the guy, I go, what do you do with them? He goes, I have, I have a tree in my front yard that I don't know what type it is. It's like four stories tall. Mm-hmm. It's just huge. You can't even put your arm around it. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, you know, you, and I've seen them, but you have two eagles. There's an eagle's nest, bald eagle, uh, up in that tree. So what he does is he throws the groundhogs kind of near the tree. The mm-hmm. eagles will come down and then. Eat the groundhog. Yeah, circle of life. I mean. So I'm like, so I'm not now. Now it's about America, <laughs> right? So now, so now, now I got a difference You know what? If if I'm not feeding the eagles, then the terrorists are gonna win. Right? <laughs> the only way we're gonna get to Hunter Biden's laptop is if I if I donate twenty groundhogs to the eagle. Then, so it's my wife wants chickens. She wants a chicken coop. It's just a lot of. It's a lot of death and destruction.
1: L- you know, L- oh, oh, that's funny. There's, there's just a lot. <laughs> you got to where... take
5: care of the animals around the house. Oh. Yeah. And if you get a chicken coop, FYI, and when thinking about it, it's about $15,000 to produce $2 eggs. So figure oh. out the math. Oh, how many times God. you just can run up to the grocery store and buy eggs? Oh, that's where you break even. Oh, that's funny. That—that's every animal wants to kill your chickens. I've Damn. seen hummingbirds stabbing chickens to death. Like it's every animal wants to kill a chicken. Oh, that's funny, John. And they're dicks. They're not even friendly to you. They don't even really appreciate what you're doing for them. Nah. So it's a weird.
1: <laughs> oh God, is that funny? But, this is why you drink at night, I'm guessing. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then you go on Amazon and buy shit. I want to
5: play this fit for you. Amazon should know you put anything in your cart at 2.30 (laughs) a.m., something's up, right? (laughs) That's when a box should pop up that just goes, are you drunk? Okay, and then it shows you a picture of a cupcake, and if you touch the screen, yeah, you just try to eat the fake cupcake, you're done. (laughs) And I got to tell you, late night purchases, I've bought a lot of really cool things, and I've never returned anything. One time, I got a hoodie that holds a cat. (laughs) Maybe the greatest purchase I've ever made in my entire life. It's just literally, it's a hoodie. You can put your cat there if you have a cat. Or if you don't have a cat, it's a big pocket. I keep everything in that pocket. I have TV remotes in there. I got the side gate key. I got a garage door clicker. I got a power bar, some water, some Kevlar shoelaces, some reading glasses, PlayStation controller. It's kind of like my bug out hoodie. I could run into the woods and probably live off of what's in that pocket for about like a day and a half. That's that's funny. It's funny when you hear older bits and you you realize how much you do them differently now. All all I say, if I do that bit anymore, is I go, I have uh, water, Uncrustables... (laughs) <laughs> and a classic book order. Like I got rid of all of that. And yeah. just I go I have a fifth grader's lunch ready to <laughs> go. That's it.
1: <laughs> That's funny, man. But I'm and I'm glad you're in a better place now. You you're remarried. Uh you married, remarried? A, you married You married a yoga instructor, didn't you?
5: Yeah, I married a yoga instructor who's uh constantly trying to um we might start shooting some videos called like laugh your mats off because 'cause I'm horrible. I've no balance. Right. But, yeah, so we're in this old house, and, and I don't know how to do any like anything, so we keep we, we worked on a bunch of projects. So I, I married into being a grandpa, mm-hmm. and nothing was scarier than when I met my granddaughter for the first time. She's right. like two. Mm-hmm. So she came, she had her bag, and she pulls out a book and just goes read. and i I hate reading out loud. I right. hate it ever since I was a kid. Me too. I would count the I would count the people, oh, yeah to kind of find my paragraph. And try to then start pre-reading it so it wasn't a cold read. Mm-hmm. Horrible, horrible. And and I did horrible in the book. So then, uh, I, you know, my running joke at the family was, you know, kids now, uh, you know, or back in the day, had two grandpas. Mm-hmm. But now, since everyone's remarried, divorced. Right. They, they could have a grandma that's, that's been married four times, but the third husband is still in the life. of so the grandpa, right. And then the same thing on the other side. So my joke is I'm coming into this grandpa reading tournament, fifth seat. Right. It's like not even. <laughs> yeah. You're the right? wild so card. Br- <laughs> yeah. So if you don't bring it. So me and my wife wrote a bunch of, uh, children's books and you can get them on Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, for, uh, so you can read to your, your little kids. Um, and it doesn't suck. Like, there's not a lot of character development. Right. They all rhyme. Yeah. I've wrapped every one of these to a, a Eminem beat. Um, <laughs> you know? And you, and, you, and you learn. Like, I'll, I'll read you the, the... Here, the first page. Good. Little Jane... Hold on. Hold on. Watch. This is how you do this. This is how you do it if you're a grandpa. Okay? This is how you do it. Little Jane is so adorable and kind... But right now, she has one important question in her mind. See what I did there, people? You can't just read like reading directions of a board game you never played. You gotta have levels. You gotta have pauses. You know, you gotta, you gotta go through. Wow, you, you, you are
1: Dr. Seuss of the woods. <laughs> but that's great, man. You're healthy and you're happy and you always make me laugh, my friend. Uh, what are the name of the books so they can get them on Amazon? We-
5: Go. we go. My grandma makes is a series and all I did is Google top 10 foods kids love. So it's good stuff like chocolate chips, blueberry pancakes, grilled cheese. I had one person at a show going, uh, you don't have any health, healthier food books. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. I, had, I, don't. I
1: Yeah. We don't have grandma. Grandma wants to give you kale. We don't have that. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Tofu doesn't rhyme with anything. Oh, boohoo. Yeah.
1: So, so. Oh, you always make me laugh my friend I look forward to our next conversations uh, the books are called My Grandma Makes they're on Amazon the new special is called Episodes you can get it wherever you get your comedy specials and if you get a chance to go see yeah. John Heffron live I highly recommend it I love you pal best to you and your family All right.
5: All right. back at you you have to do mine next certainly will baby be well and be happy hey it's comedian John Heffron and that's 30 minutes I will never get back Life can't
1: get any worse. See? I told you. <laughs> <laughs> he, did with, he did it with great humor. Yes, that he is, did.
3: It's <laughs> really funny.
4: Uh, John is tremendously talented, but that's wow. That talk about life getting any
1: worse? Yeah. Ugh. No, I, I get it. Believe me, I don't want to feel sorry for myself. It's just that I, I just, I feel so bad for me. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's almost like Job being like,
4: what? You gonna put boils all over my body? Oh, oh
1: wait, you did. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> <about it>. that. <laughs> Video that being drained. Adam wants to send it to Phil. <laughs> It'll cheer him up. He's got a glass to catch the pus.
2: Oh, man. I thought we were done with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I, the the woman on stage is what got me. Like he's he's oh, pounding through it. He's sitting. there sweating because I wouldn't leave the stage. either, You have to drag me off the stage. And the lady goes, "You're having a stroke. Please go to the hospital." Thank God that lady was there.
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: haven't you haven't you seen these videos? And there was one just recently of of a newscaster, like as a field reporter, mm-hmm. and they're going to her. And like halfway through it, you start to see your face kind of go in a weird direction. Like she's not feeling well. And then her voice gets all slurry, and she's just like, "I, I I'm not feeling it. I gotta go." Yeah. And, and then like, and the camera pan like before it pans away, you almost see them like fall over. I've seen this with a couple of newscasters. Wasn't there a comedian that like felt that fell down, like collapsed? Oh, Heather on stage? McDonald.
1: Heather McDonald fell over at the she was at the Arizona, the Tempe Improv, And, right. and she and, she passed out on stage.
4: And the audience. Like I think I've seen that video clip. The audience laughs when it for, when she first falls cuz it's like, "Oh my god, look at that." Yeah. Like you don't know how to react when somebody tells you something like that on stage. Yeah. So god bless that woman to be like, "Here's some water. Please go to the hospital. You're having a stroke, dearie."
1: I mean, good lord. Yeah, especially I, if you're working, like cuz you're in that mode to make fun of everything when you're working. You know, even if when you hear bad news, you got to turn it to deflect real emotions. I there was it was a famous famous Long Island comedian named Bob Woods. Uh, He was actually the guy that came up with the Honeymooners bit that Eddie Murphy stole. But he was a legend on Long Island. And I remember I got the call. Somebody called me and said, Bob Woods died. I go, look, we all have bad sets. You know, I didn't.
3: (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Yeah. But
4: what he said, and I'm going to try to get the line right. But it was how every guy approaches life when they're not feeling well. Mm. I'm going to finish my set. Then I'm going to go to Arby's (laughs) and see how I feel after that. Okay.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Don't bother me with this crap right now. I've got work in front of me.
2: That's right. You have to admit, you know, when guys are working, yes, they'll plow through anything. Yeah. But at home, when you get the littlest thing, Mm -hmm. it's like a catastrophe. It's like. I
1: want to nip it in the bud, okay? That's what I want to do before it gets worse.
2: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, Alex, do I have a fever? Yeah. I'm not feeling so good. Do I have a fever? Uh, No, Adam, you're fine. Are you sure? Can you check again? Do I have a fever?
1: You know, I did, Stern, she's not wrong. Yes, I do have my fill tag moments.
2: <laughs> you know, someone told me this, and I this got, is kind of my rule with Adam. Go ahead. With anyone, okay? Go ahead. If you can walk to the bathroom on your own, you're fine.
1: Yeah, but if you make it's it to the so bathroom annoying. and you still shit your pants, you're not. How's well,
2: that? I don't know. That's that's a halfway point. All right, fine, you got to do the laundry. <laughs> I've done I the laundry. Can't tell
4: you, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a studio... With a fever of over hundred and two. Mm. Yeah. Not even really sure why I where I was or what I was doing, but you just put yourself on autopilot and you're like, the show must go on. I can't I can't not do this right now. Yeah. You know?
2: That says a lot for your work ethic. Adam has the same thing. Remember Adam when you were really like you look green in these photos? Yeah. He sends me th- this photo to post and I'm like, wow, he looks bad. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) And I'm like, let me see if I can put put a filter on him. Mm -hmm. Nope. No filter would work on that face. Yeah. And so I said, are you feeling okay? Yeah, I'm not feeling great, but, you know, I got this many shows to do and I just got to do them. And I'm like, okay, just take care. Yeah. You know?
1: She's like, "Uh, you're green. She goes, you have a fever? I go, yeah. And she's like, well, how do you work? I'm like, we have a mortgage. That's how I work. You eat every day. Is that going to stop? No. Dogs are funny. Where's the check?
4: Yeah. Uh, now, I don't know. So what exactly is Bell's palsy? That's a nerve reaction in your yeah, face? Yeah. From what he said,
1: you got three nerves in your face and one of the nerves said, I'm out of here. It's a it's a stress Ooh. response. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: I loved his uh, idea of too bad they don't have press-on nerves.
1: Press, Lee, press-on nerves. I would buy a <laughs> box of those. That would be funny. <laughs>
2: but yeah, it's
1: a stress response. Half your face goes, I'm out, and it droops down, you mm-hmm. know? I'm surprised I didn't have a Bell's palsy attack every time I was on stage. Yeah? <laughs> my stress response, sometimes my eye twitches. My Right now, the latest fun thing I'm having is acid reflux. And the doctor goes, are you under stress? I'm like, what? And he's like, yep, okay, you got it. And it snuck up on me, the acid reflux. I was laying in bed at the apartment in New York, and I was mm-hmm. like, hmm. When did I eat a road flare? <laughs> yes. That was October.
4: <laughs> and I've been living on baby food. By the way, I, I need to apologize to Phil. I was making fun of you for your passion for soups. Uh-huh. And now Adam and Alex and I, we're, we're talking about the various ailments that we have. Yeah. I've got a bunion. Boy, it would
1: murder you. You don't know pain, okay? <laughs> So yeah, but they, they, the doctor said it was a, a stress response. And you want to know? You want to know one of the things that that worked? What that my
2: About wife? changing your stress level.
1: Yeah, I'm trying. But one of the things that actually worked that my wife, um, the the little alternative medicine lady. Mm-hmm. By yes. the way, by the way, the alternative to medicine, I believe, is disease. Does that make sense to anybody? <laughs> no, it's <else>?
2: not, Adam. <laughs> No, it's not, a, not an Adam.
1: alternative, but not the alternative. Oh, okay, all right. But she uh, <laughs> she opened up she she opened up her, her her book of incantations. My wife
2: and and she found. <laughs> you mean uh, what people have been doing for centuries? What, whatever is that? What you're talking about? Adam? What, whatever she gave me. You and, mean, where actually medicine comes from? Yeah, is that what, what you're talking about?
1: Whatever you gave me, Esmeralda, what actually worked? <laughs> she said, "Chew some cloves." So I've been chewing cloves and. Hmm. Guess what it's it, it worked. it <gasps> actually brought me some relief. Mm-hmm. now, I have the breath of an Easter ham, but still <laughs> well, I feel better actually, it's Time a parasitical too that. yeah, it's a parasitical it, it it also uh it's an antioxidant that helps with free radicals.
2: Adam, you're like me when I was uh twenty one smoking clothes
1: what you were smoking clove cigarettes, yeah, wow, I'm just chewing cloves
2: yeah, but do you still have that?
1: That, that, what? Taste. yeah that it's 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 not minty it's 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 not tea- <laughs> you don't know what it is it's, it's christmas it, it it could be it's, it's it's like the days after christmas <laughs> when, when the the tree starts rotting there's that smell <laughs> yep yep yeah, that's like my mouth. that's what like my mouth love. feels like but but it works <laughs>
4: i i will say this alex you should have a phd a doctorate level degree in like i guess was homeopathy is that the right word for it yeah. Nah, it's to. called yeah.
1: witchcraft. That's what it's called. <laughs>
4: um, no. Anytime something's bugging me, you always, you're like, here, take this. and It always works. It's yeah. amazing.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So.
4: Why do you say that so skeptically? Like, of course it works, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm becoming more and more aware of, you know, how your mental state affects your, your physical being. Now, Isn't that,
2: it crazy? Just like comedy. Mm-hmm will build up your immune system because it takes off stress.
1: I've been doing comedy for 30 years. I still got stress. Now I got acid reflux. There's a hole in your theory and it's drilling through my stomach.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think you misunderstood me, Adam. Yes.
4: I totally agree. It's your attitude. Like you guys were saying, it, it, okay, anger angry is not funny frustration is funny yeah. ask a question don't make a statement you know don't be preachy like that that attitude on stage i think does translate to your attitude in
1: life well that's what i'm trying right? to do i was trying to i'm trying to rephrase you know to to ask the question that, that that's the theory i came up with because after we had colin quinn on the show and he said you got to mm-hmm. be funny first you know that my wife been walking around here like you hear him socrates <laughs> okay i was so happy when he <laughs> said that <laughs> you know you because here's the thing the stage to me is a great lie detector it's where i take my problems and i work them out i mean the, look i've said this before i can't fix my life but i can fix a joke it's basically taking an idea on stage and thinking out loud with the audience and uh you know i'll find funny along the way and that funny actually is a big pointer to where i actually got to go to get out of this
2: funk i'm in if that makes any sense adam hmm? funny first
1: yeah, got but you got to get the fun. You know, I'll, I'll go back and listen to the game tape. i ah, it'll get there eventually. That's when I knew if I was too angry, i like, mm, still got to boil it off. Still got to boil it off. It's still in pain. Bring the pain up to art. And that's what you have to do. I wrote this, I went through this breakup and I, I wrote this whole, I wrote this whole show about the, the breakup and the, this pity party I was having on stage. And I would stash a wine bottle behind the curtain. And I used to get this big laugh. And I would walk over to the curtain and pull out a wine bottle and say, don't worry, I'm going to tell you all about it. <laughs> and you drink the bottle of wine? I was doing show? two shows a night and I was shit-faced. They go, I can't do this. <laughs>
2: you couldn't remember.
1: Yeah, that's... I, yeah I couldn't. Yeah. I was drinking real wine. <laughs> I'm an actor. I must feel it. <laughs> now you know. That's
4: Wow. Yeah, that's bold. Yeah. That is bold. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. After those shows, when you were... Blitzed on wine. Yeah. Did you ever go online and order anything
1: from Amazon? No, I never did that. I never, never, I never went. You know what I need? I need a sweatshirt that can carry a cat. No, I never did that.
2: Actually, when he explained him using that s- s- hoodie, mm-hmm. I looked online. I'm yeah. Like that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, you can put a lot of stuff in there.
1: Well, the, I, I just when I heard it, I just went, ah, uh, we got Stern's Christmas present. <laughs> Just because I got a cat doesn't mean I want
4: a hoodie that holds a cat. Or maybe we already have a couple of those hoodies. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) Leave me alone.
2: The Go hoodie.
1: Yeah, the Go hoodie.
4: Well, I know, Alex, you are a big fan of the Amazon ordering. Is that fair to say? That's not mean, right? That's That's fair. It's you
2: know what it is? Do I ever go out of this house? No. No. Most people go to Target, go to Costco. I don't have to.
1: No, you're being more efficient. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but Amazon to her is a stress response. That's what she does. I'm not feeling good. Let me buy something. It can
2: be a stress response. Like if Adam does something stupid, I'll go, hmm, what do I need? (laughs) What do I need? Ooh, a foot bath? Yes, that's what I need.
1: Oh, so this is all my fault. I understand. Yes,
2: yes. Honey, I can't fix the computer. I'll be right there.
1: This is going to cost him a neck massage. That's what (laughs) this is going to do.
2: Now you're getting it, Adam.
1: Now, I will say this.
4: John is a lovely human being Uh and so funny. And I love everything he's bringing to the universe. However, I had a little trouble with the Groundhog story.
1: Okay. I'm glad he didn't kill it. Yes, but murder for high is still a felony. No matter how, no matter how James Bond villain it's like.
4: <laughs> yes, Mister Bond, I'm going to feed you to Eagle, you stupid hedgehog.
1: America. Yeah, that's made me laugh. Now it's not about my house. This is about America. That oh, that America, made me laugh. Yeah.
2: I I liked how he justified <laughs> it. I'm on the team of I would have taken a 50 miles.
4: The 50 Just mile so team. Yeah. yeah,
2: but mm, if I had a Freaking awesome eagle's nest in my tree. Yeah. That would be pretty hard to pass up.
1: So, honey, you don't consider it murder. You just consider it feeding the birds.
2: Well, I've come to terms with the circle of life, as we say. So my idea is as long as all the animals have a full belly, Mm -hmm. I'm good.
1: Okay. Just remember that when you're dangling a mouse over a snake cage. Yes, darn.
2: That would never happen.
4: (laughs) Well, you know what I would have done with the hedgehog, right? Or the groundhog, sorry. Whatever it was, I would have named him and then I would have given him a room in the house and just welcome to the family. Yeah. Because
1: I'm a moron. I, I <laughs> love
2: Groundhog's all are cute. animals.
1: And the next thing he's gonna do, honey, is go on Amazon but like, mm, I need a hoodie that carries a groundhog. <laughs>
2: Can you send me a link, Mark?
1: Yeah. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna go on Amazon and get a hoodie that carries Phil and I'm gonna carry him around <laughs> in a papoose. My life can't get any worse. <laughs> Just picture him saying that as I'm walking around the mall with him struggling to get free in his sweatshirt. <laughs> I want to thank my pal John Heffron for being my guest. He's a very funny guy. His new uh, special is called Episodes, and you can get it wherever you get your comedy specials. Honey, if they want to get a hold of us, where do they go?
2: The Anna Ferrara at Gmail.
1: Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. If you could tell 243 people about the show, that would help us out a great deal. And if you could leave us a review, that helps us with our friend.
2: Mr. Algorithm.
1: And always remember, we are in this together, brothers sister so please share the road and remember life is
3: hard so you take it easy on yourself the pot has ended don't pee oh my god and you do it like i'm um, you know what i'm saying I'm ready, I'm ready to eat minestrone white bean soup that's what i was eating i right when i see this, this being drained i can't eat <laughs> soup now <laughs> you know how often they have white bean minestrone soup which is my
2: favorite once a year i get that once a year <laughs>
0: Happy anniversary, Phil. I hope you and the soup are very happy together. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your job's projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now,